And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsior, oh, damn it. Welcome to episode 188 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. How is everyone? Alive. Holiday. Yeah, holidayed out. Yep. Oh, wait. No, there's more coming. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I promise this year I will not rant about Thanksgiving being a dumb holiday. That is my promise to everyone listening. I won't do it. What? Um, you, you just did. No, that was not a rant. <laughs> Who is this new Alex? This new tired Alex is brought to you by having been a very long four or five days. I've kind of lost count. Yeah. So instead of that, we will talk about comics. That's a much better idea. I think so, too. Angel number seven. Hey, Jin. Yeah. What do you think about this one? I love it. I love it. And also, wow, this is a completely different Winifred Burkle than we're used to. Like, she, this, what? Who? Who dis? New Destiny, who dis? <laughs> this is crazy. So, in the Angel TV series, she doesn't, she's not, like, destined for anything. Except maybe she is. Um, but she's... well. <laughs> Yeah, except maybe she is. Um, she's she's a she's a genius. She's a math genius. She is amazing, but she's not into magic like at all, like at all. Like she figures it out. She she can do as much as she needs to, but she's not this person. <laughs> Would you say she's a real mathematician? No, I would personally mm-hmm. never say that. But I know that you would. <laughs> I, yeah, I was going to say, but is there any doubt that Alex would? <laughs> no. I would happily. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I'm going to love this new thing. This new thing. You will. I, I hope I do. I, and I know, yeah, I you know. know that it's not going to be like she's just a vessel for another god. Hooray! No, I know it's not going to no, be that no. because. That's some bullshit. Also, it was the most heart rippy outy thing ever, and I'll fucking hurt somebody. Okay? Okay. Hopefully she has good attorneys on her side. No. Wolfram and Hart are decidedly bad Uh, attorneys. Wolfram and Hart are the worst attorneys ever. (laughs) Can we just be proud that I recognize the name Wolfram and and Hart? Yes, I'm very proud. I don't know why. I know it's a running joke in something. Could not tell you what. But I recognize it. Yes. Yeah. All right. This was a lot of fun, though, and I definitely enjoy uh, Lilith just being kind of shitty to Spike. It's wonderful. Oh. oh my god, putting him right in his place. But we find out that you know his heart, I guess, is in the right place, ultimately. And he can even get on Lilith's nerves. By the way, since the beginning of this new Buffy thing, and then Angel started coming out, I've been like, 
All right, but where's Lorne? All right, but but where's Lorne? When do I get Lorne? And as soon as Lewis said something about singing, I was like, yes! Oh, <laughs> there we go. Yes! Because his whole everything, his everything, is my favorite part of Angel. I will say, he does seem to be very good, and I think we'd get along. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, you, definitely. You should at least watch the, the Lorne seasons of Angel. I would wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Because you would fucking love him. Period. So yep. maybe watch Angel, but never Buffy. That is the trajectory you have just set me on. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Yes. I can, yes, I can with live that. with I mean, uh, yeah, just do that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, once you watch Angel, you'll want to go back and watch Buffy. But let me tell you which episodes Don't you... not to watch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hmm. Challenge accepted. It's all of them. Don't watch any of them. Go ahead. Okay. Damn it. Done. Damn it. But do read the comic, huh? Yep. I'm on it. That works for me. It's good. It's a good, good book. The Flash, number 83. Or how do you solve a problem like Captain Cold? King Cold. Um, With Golden Glider, apparently. (laughs) So... Uh, I read, I read, uh, what is this one? 83, I think. Yep. Is that right? Uh, so I read 82 and 83 together. And so this is super briefly kind of in the future, um, in that it, it is after Lex has given, you know, this technology to the rogues gallery, specifically to Leonard Snart, who shares it with the other rogues. Uh, and they have taken over Central City. Yeah. Um, and they're, uh, you know, and have told everybody the Flash is dead and, uh, you know, they are running everything now. Um, and huh, Wally and, uh, oh, Avery. Avery, thank you. Uh, are there and kind of fighting as rebels, but they apparently don't have their powers. And so that's super curious. And someone, and as I kind of already gave away in the uh, headline, it's Golden (laughs) Glider, comes and finds Barry and frees him from the ice prison that he is in. Um, Because the cold never bothered her anyway. Exactly. Um, (laughs) Wow. Uh, And they finally get his power dampening collar off and things go really, really bad, really, really fast. Get it really fast. Yeah, I um, see what you did there. Thanks. Uh, and they, Wally manages to get a power dampener back on him to save him. Cause it turns out the reason isn't that they don't have their powers. It's that they can't use their powers. Cause or... the speed force is dangerous and unstable. And broken as shit. <laughs> yes. Um, and that's kind of where we find ourselves is, um, you know, they're free now, but Captain Cold and the rest of the rogues are kind of still in control. And I really like the persona and the way they've played off the rogues being in control. Mm -hmm. Essentially, you know, they did what they had to and took over Central City. And then imagine that the rest of the rogues got bored and didn't want to actually run a city. So they went all went off to do their own things and just kind of left Captain Cold by himself to do this. Yeah. What a uh, surprise. 
Go figure. No honor among thieves. Couple of things I noticed in this issue. One is, and I don't think this is the first book that this has stood out to me in. I think this is this way in a couple of things. But we might get a little explanation here. Uh, Barry is there to see the doom symbol in the sky, and he reacts as though he has never seen it before. When he was definitely there in Justice League when that happened. Um, And there was something last week where another character was like, oh, what's that? Even though, oh, it was Aquaman. Like, the timeline for Aquaman doesn't line up either. But there is a line in here about how this is sort of fractured reality. So I wonder if we're not seeing, like, disparate realities across like, the same Earth. Like like shards, kind of? Yeah. Um, and maybe, maybe maybe there's more that we get in these last couple of issues of Justice League that explain that. But I think we're starting to see signs of some sort of fractured reality that comes out of this. Uh, the other well, thi- oh yeah, we, we know ahead. it's being broken because perpetual. I mean, that's kind of what she's trying to do, right? Yeah, is break it and then rebuild it, right? So maybe so. The other thing was as Barry tried to use his powers, we get like four panels of him just in different places or empty spaces. Did you notice who that was behind him in the background of that fourth panel with the like bat robots? Um, I. This is one of the first ones I read. I seem to remember it thinking, oh, there's something about this, but I don't specifically it's remember like it right now. Hang on. Either Zoom oh. or Thrawn in some sort of post-apocalyptic, like, it's the yellow suit with the backwards bolt, but also, like, some sort of knitted mask or, or jacket or something. Kind of like the, kind of like the, the Nightmare Batman in Batman versus Superman. Like gave well, me that sort same, of vibe. Yeah, it's the same character in th- the third and the fourth panel, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's obviously some sort of speedster or someone who exists in the speed force that can, you know, see m- up more than one of these. But so we, we just had Zoom like sacrifice himself into the speed force a couple of issues right. ago. So I yep. wonder if this is not seeds of something coming. With him trying to make that's, his way back. That's very, very possible, yeah. And he does seem to be firming up as, as Barry goes kind of through these panels here. Yeah. Yeah. Is he now? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of firming up, John Constantine, oh, no. help. Huh? Nope, I just turned the page. I know exactly who it is. Yeah? It's Wally. Oh, is it? Yeah, if you look, he's got the same, he's got that red kind of thing with the with the goggles on. Yeah, okay. it's Wally put, coming up to put the collar on him, yes. Oh, well that's, that makes more sense, less, but it's also less like conspiracy theory. Le- far less exciting, though. Yeah, yeah. okay, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's all you gotta do is turn the page, it turns out, yeah. <laughs> nice catch. Anyway, speaking <laughs> of firming up, John Constantine, Hellblazer number one. Oh boy, um... This is, uh, this is actually, it, it is simultaneously very, very John Constantine, but the, it's the same, even kind of the same tone, but the flavor feels a little different. It's almost like, you know, it's the same recipe, but they just changed the spices a little bit. Um, 
I, I really one of like them, it. One of them damn KFC clones. <laughs> <laughs> but he goes to, basically, it starts out, he has gone back to London after a long time away, after a period of time away. Oh, right, I'm sorry. No, goes, Nando's clones. Got it. Sorry. Yeah, goes to a bar and tries to tell a, a inappropriate joke and a promptly gets thrown out. <laughs> and starts up a conversation with the uh, with the doorman, in this case, door person who is outside. Um, and she's like, she's like, man, you, <laughs> you can't tell a joke like that in, uh, in in what is like the 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 craft beer bar with you know <laughs> millennials who <laughs> yeah <laughs> like. Uh, uh, yeah, she's like, you got to know your audience. And then they have a long conversation, and it turns out her name is Nat, and she is now the best new character in Constantine. Spotlight. Awesome. She Which means she will inevitably awesome. be dragged to hell. Inevitably. Well, she clearly knows more about what kinds of things are going on than is let in, let you know, starts off, because she has a conversation with somebody afterwards about... Uh, uh, you know, what did he mean when he said something about exercising? Yeah. And then it goes from there where the, the story continues and kind of gets into what this first storyline is going to be, which is uh, somebody else who does magic in London um, and runs like the drug trade in the park uh, has John kidnapped because turns out that the there's angels who are killing and skinning the drug dealers in the park. <laughs> And he needs help getting rid of them. And John's like, well, why don't you just do it? And he's like, different kind of magic, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So John is having to do this now. And it's really, really good. Like, I like it. I And this feels more like it's just John doing his thing than some of the partnerships and team-ups and other stuff that we've seen a lot of him in recently. Cool. I like it. Tales from the Dark Multiverse, Infinite Crisis. Oh, that Superboy Prime. Mm-hmm. Is he feeling punchy um, again? He did done do a kill to a lot of people. Yeah, and once again, I simultaneously, Ted Cord Blue Beetle is one of my favorite characters that just can't seem to get it right. <laughs> just, he just can't do it. He just, but I, this is... <laughs> I don't know. I just did not see this being a very Ted Cord thing. Especially like kind of the 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 starting premise of it, right? I mean, it's a much more Wonder Woman thing than a Ted Cord thing. <laughs> I definitely didn't expect him to actually be able to kill a person. That's oh, for so certain. Yeah. Did Ted shoot Maxwell Lord this time? Is that what happens? Yeah, here? yeah, yep. tables turned. That's yep. exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, hence the, hence the more of a Wonder Woman thing. Yes. They didn't any better. They didn't no. end any better. They ended different, but I, you can't say better. No. Um, it's just, this was, he, I don't even know. He just developed into so, so not Ted Cord. Which, I guess killing a person won't do that to you, but. That, and he basically takes over all of Maxwell, all of Checkmate and OMAC. Yeah. And essentially, um, at that point, kind of takes Maxwell Lord's place in, the, in that story. And it, 
it's different, but I mean, you can see where if, you know, somebody being put in that position that is Blue Beetle and not Maxwell Lord, this is where it goes. So, I mean, very plausible in that sense, as far as if this happened, sure, I can see it going this way. Yeah. But he was doing such a good job. Until he caught on to the big picture. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Until he figured out what was actually going on. And then he didn't do so well with that knowledge at all. No. Well, he he basically learned something, which is a question that I have asked so many times. I can't even, you know, uh, in comic book worlds, which is, you know, why is it that the worlds that don't have superheroes seem to be far, far less violent and. (laughs) Yeah. And shitty than the ones that do. Right, brother one you know, like, is like, like, uh, duh, figure it out, bud. Like, for the most part, we don't get whole cities destroyed here, you know. For the most part. I mean, and yes, there. Yeah. Are, that's why I said there are exceptions, yeah. but you know, yeah. Not not with the regularity that it happens in superhero worlds, how's that? And not to the degree that it happens in superhero worlds. <laughs> Correct, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Real, real good. I, I am most looking forward to the next one, and which I think is also the last one. Is it? So, I think so. I, I I mean, they could very well do more of these, but I think there was only four originally scheduled. Okay. I thought there um, was six. Is there? Yeah, I thought so too. I think there's an okay. ad in the physical copies that has six of them. Maybe so. I could I could be mistaken. But we but did the learn... next one is Teen Titans. Yeah. Or one. you know one. We uh we got another version of the most valuable lesson in comics. It's most valuable lesson in comics. And nobody ever learns their lesson. Don't if time travel to change the past to fix the present? Okay, also that. But no, the, that's not the most valuable. If your best friend has a suit mm-hmm. that will defend him if you threaten him, don't fucking threaten him. <laughs> Booster. Yeah. Oh, yep. that made me so sad. That's so sad. Yeah, these are good. These are very good. Cool. I'm trying to find a list of all of these, uh, but I am not succeeding. So, we will move on. Jen. Okay, move on. Me. You. You have some curse words for us. I sure fucking do. This was issue 25, and it's the last one, and I am beyond saddened by that because it was a real damn good one. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's difficult, but there is some, some good, good arm ripping that happens in this issue. Nice. And some good, good Margaret. And it's just, it's just a fantastic wrap up to a really fantastic series. It, this, this book, you can really tell that it's just Charles Soule and Ryan Brown going, you know what? Let's just entertain each other. <laughs> That's it. Let's make each other laugh. All right. It's so good. Yeah. Apparently Ryan Brown's next thing is the Quantum and Woody relaunch that starts mm-hmm. in January. And he's doing a lot of the villain design. And they revealed the first one this week. A character named Dr. Toilet. Spelled toilet. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Just to, to kind of ease your pain a little bit. That does... It, it's, a, it's a little bit of a balm. Yeah. I dig it. You can look forward to Dr. Toilet. I mean Toilet. Yes. <sighs> okay, so there were five scheduled in this release. I forgot okay. about Nightfall. Yeah. Cool. But they but there could be more if they do well. Uh Olympia number one. So this did not come out last week. This came out a couple of weeks ago and was not on my radar, and I heard really good things about it and picked it up. 
Uh, this is Kurt Pyers writing a story that he developed and started kind of outlining while his father, who I think was also in comics, Tony Pyers, uh, was going through cancer treatment and then wrote after his father died. And it's about this boy who reads comics and he's reading basically this Thor style, uh, this very Jack Kirby Thor style comic about this, this king with this magic sword and the king's called Olympia and he's being challenged by rivals to the throne. And he closes that cliffhanger issue that he's reading and sees this thing fall from the sky into the woods and goes to explore and see what it is. And it is Olympia who is in the real world and unconscious. So he sneaks into the medicine cabinet and steals some of the Vicodin left over from before his father died to take to Olympia, who swears that this magic elixir, he will keep stores of enough of for 10,000 lifetimes when he returns to his kingdom. <laughs> um, but it's a cute story and it's a funny story. I can't, I, I've got to assume it's probably a miniseries, although I haven't seen one way or the other. But it was really good, and it you get pages of the Olympia comic and pages set in the world of this comic, and like they're in different styles. It's very Jack Kirby, old school look when you're in the comic that he's reading. So I dug this. I thought it was really good. It's worth checking out if you haven't. Brian, mm-hmm. let's talk about Avengers. A lot of things happen. Oh my, there's so much going on here. Um... Thor is a brood. <laughs> Thor is a brood. Um, yeah, so, like, I, I almost don't even know where to start. There's so much going on here. Um, well, let's start at the very beginning. Uh, here, it's a very good place to start. We are in space with Gladiator, and he gets a report that a prison colony has just been absolutely obliterated. Yes. And, like, two soldiers have survived-ish. They are basically already dead, though. Badly burnt. Um, and he's like, okay, I'm gonna go deal with this. And if you don't hear from me, here's who you call. Cut to the thumb of Avengers Mountain, where the Avengers are loading up to go into space to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And let's be fair, when he says this is a prison colony, this is not, like, a a prison or a planet this is like a whole sector of planets yeah. that are all part of a prison galaxy system. yeah it's a prison yeah. galaxy yeah, right. basically it's, a... <laughs> yes. it's like tens exactly. of thousands of suns <laughs> with i think they said eight quadrillion inmates quadrillion people yeah inmates right? yeah for fuck's sake yes yeah eight yeah eight quadrillion is the estimated population the fact that I read it 45 minutes ago is how I pulled that one out. <laughs> uh, yeah, it t- turns out that uh, at least some of those were brood. Because, uh, like you said, we get Thor brood. Yep, we get binary Carol. Yep, she went to go find a spaceship because theirs got caught in the Tholian web. And <laughs> uh, she turns, when she comes back, she is in her binary form, which is, yep. you know. Um, and Thor this whole time is like talking to his hammer to reassure himself. Well, if I can still hold it, I'm still worthy. And therefore I'm Thor and don't have to eat and kill and spawn. Correct. And then right at the end, we hear thump. Yeah. 
the whole time Steve is yeah. waiting for the hammer to drop. Uh, and turns out Carol, Carol isn't the only hothead, because we also have Ghost Rider, and guest person for this mission that Steve was so kind to bring along, Black <laughs> Widow. <laughs> and they're in the Hell Charger, running as fast as they can, as fast as the Hell Charger will go, which apparently is still not fast enough, to outrun a surfboard. What? Also, Blade is yes. with them, and Blade is allergic to Red Sun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Day walking this bitch. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, so when we say there's a lot going on, there's a lot going on. Also, Brian, what's the ship that Carol finds to bring back to rescue them all? Um, it's the Starjammer ship, so I don't know where they are. <laughs> Something went very badly for them after New Mutants, I guess. Yes, it did. <laughs> I just who knows? There, there were some flesh-eating bugs, but she took care of them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so much. I it have is, been. It, this is a this is a ripper roaring good time right here. <laughs> this was this arc was teased back in what like Marvel Legacy number one, I think. Yes. One of the one of yeah. the like here are six page teasers of all this stuff issues. I'm like, I have been waiting for this arc since that teaser dropped. Um, it's gonna be good. Yes. Brian, mm-hmm. tell me about this week's two 2099 books, Conan and Punisher. All right. So um, I talked uh, I talked how much I like the Fantastic Four. This one doesn't have that same kind of super, super twist ending, super uh, fun change that I liked in that one. But they are both still really good. Um these are two that I don't know anything about the previous incarnation of their 2099 versions. I'm almost positive there wasn't a Conan one. I am positive there was a Punisher one. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, they're Like I said, they're both still good. Uh, Conan is... is <laughs> it, it manages to tell the absolute quintessential Conan story without feeling like it's the same thing again, just because the setting allows it to be kind of different. And it's cool. cool to see it in that setting. Um, so, so, and, and that, that's one that's kind of left open that there could be more. Uh, Punisher is also, but uh, it, it feels definitely more like, I think a one shot, which I mean, all of these are, but, it doesn't seem like they really left it open to keep going. I mean, I guess they did, but I like how these were presented as, and this is probably what I like about the Fantastic Four one too, is these were definitely all written as one shots that you read and you can be done with them. Cool. Yeah. They don't feel like they're set up for something else. They feel like they're just the story. So there's no Valeria Richards in either of these, then. There, I will, I will freely tell you, there's no Valeria Richards in either of these books. Okay. That you know of. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will take your word for it, Brian. Mm-hmm. Let's talk X Men. New Mutants number two. <laughs> Or how Robert hires a space lawyer. <laughs> okay, help bad, me out here. A bad space lawyer. Help me out here. Didn't this space lawyer show up in something else? Well, I'm pretty sure that he is just Rio. 
So was that a Disney <laughs> thing or is it Pixar? I can't remember. I think Rio was DreamWorks. Uh, oh, it probably was. I was yeah. gonna say I think it was DreamWorks. Yeah, probably. But but he is he is Rio. I feel like there was some. Was it Rio? Fuck! What was the? Rio's yeah. the one about the bird. It, it, it... Oh, it's about the bird. Fuck! You're okay. thinking about Rango. Rango. No, it's still you're more. Rango. There you go. Yeah, it is. It's Rango after he went to law school. Yes, intergalactic law school. It's Rango Unchained. No. Oh wow. No. 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 That would that would be much more like a Punisher book. No. <laughs> I am convinced there was some sort of like. Three or four page story in the last year, maybe, where I want to say Daredevil was on trial in space, or maybe he was the other attorney, and this shitty space attorney was the defense attorney. I feel the like this character place, has shown up in something else. The only place I can feel like that would fit would be some sort of Guardians of the Galaxy or Rocket or something like that, maybe? It might have been Rocket. Yeah. It may well have been Rocket. You may have just solved my space attorney riddle. There you go. He but was yeah, apparently he is he's such, <laughs> he's such a bad attorney that they find him in contempt for being so bad. <laughs> if you read yes. the text page. Yeah. Yes. 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 Um and Sam's wife is the best, I think. Sam Guthrie's wife is Yes. Great. Smasher is great. Smasher is Smasher. also uh, was a major character in parts of Hickman's Avengers run. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, they so uh, they they are found guilty and are remanded into the custody of the Shi'ar Imperial Guard, which turns out to be Cannonball and Smasher. <laughs> and so Robert's like. But that whole thing about us really being your prisoner, she's like, oh, no, I totally own your ass. <laughs> so good. Yeah. yeah. It's really, really, really good. And um, she manages to get them pardoned in order to go get a new tutor for uh, Xandra, the daughter of Lalandra and Charles Xavier from Mr. and Mrs. X. I was super happy to see her again. Me too. Super, mm -hmm. super happy to see, yes. And I'm super excited about the fact that we're going to have uh, somebody, her tutor, come and tutor her, because that sounds exciting as well. Andrew, it's her aunt. And Roberto's in love. Because of, of course, course he is. is. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And the other thing I love was, apparently while they were in incarceration in space... They kept getting, of course, threatened by uh, by inmates for the prison. <laughs> In which case, Magic would just summon her sword and threaten oh. them all, and they would back <laughs> away. And every time the guards came to take her sword away, she'd just make it disappear. <laughs> and then, so they, then they'd lock her in confinement, which does not do much good if you are a teleporter. Correct. <laughs> beautiful. Just beautiful. So good. Uh, how about X-Force? Oh, also super, super good. Um, this, this def this picks up directly after the Charles Xavier, uh, incident, shall we say. <laughs> Assassination? Yeah, that one. Um, and I, I like that they don't try to do anything other than say, yeah, we had a plan in place for this. You know, we, we know, we. He knew this was a possibility. We've got to implement the resurrection, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, um, and I, I love the air of like everybody in charge just trying to hold their shit together and not cause panic though. Yeah. They're yes. like, we think we can do um, it. <laughs> we don't know if we can. I do also. It. Well, I like yeah because I like the reveal that yeah it turns out Charles is the only one who has actually done this so far. Yeah. Yeah. Like we think we think. You know, there are definitely other telepaths that he believed were capable of doing it, specifically Jean being one of them. Yeah. But she hasn't actually done it. And then we get Wolverine going off being Wolverine to hunt down the people who did this. Yes. And, and. Who else, Brian? He runs in, He runs into Quentin. So <laughs> Quentin fucking Quiet. good. Which brings us to. Which brings Brian's quote of the week. Quote, quote. Yeah. Uh, so Wolverine is uh, breaks into this prison and basically goes, hmm, he, he, there's a coffee cup that's spilling and it just stops and freezes in midair. And he goes, I'd ask what the hell's going on, but I think I know, but I'd know that stink anywhere. Mix up some, some body spray and strawberry soda with a dash of locker room funk. And you got Kid Omega. <laughs> <Yep>. Gross. So gross. <laughs> but accurate. But so accurate. Such such teenage boy smell. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Like a kombucha milkshake. So no, you stop it. And the sh- the shade that they throw at each other. Him, at, he throws at Logan for being old and out of step. And Logan throwing at him for you truly have no idea how, enough of the, about what goes on in the world, too. <laughs> and, and about yeah. not being able to like take care of himself without using his powers. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Yes, <laughs> you it's think so you got wonderful. fists, ain't you? You got fists and fingernails and teeth. Use them and teeth. <laughs> Use those animal instincts. That's it. <laughs> also, um, uh. And- Domino's luck has taken a turn, methinks. Oh, bad turn. Very bad turn. Uh, which, I, I mean, if you, especially after reading the first one and then this one, you have to know where this is headed. It still hurts to see it, though. Yeah, yeah. I didn't love it. I didn't love it at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, let me tell you, she gonna be pissed. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She gonna wreck some bitches. Oh, she is gonna. Oh, she is not gonna be. Mm-mm. Let me say, I hope she wrecks some bitches. I hope it's not one of those hide in the corner and cry things. That would be upsetting. Uh, yeah, that would be upsetting, especially for her. Yeah, I mean, it'd be understandable, um, but also, nah. Yeah, yeah. I I love that. In the back of all of these, we get what is a lightly suggested reading order. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Because it it helps. <laughs> yes, yes. As and we have learned, we, and we, yeah, <laughs> and we mentioned, la- and we mentioned last week, you really do almost need to be reading all of these. Like, I think there's some that are more on the fringes than others, right? Like, New Mutants seems like one of those. I think that's true right now. I think the yeah. deeper you get into the storyline, the yep, less true it will probably be. I would also agree with that. Yep. But I'll be honest, why wouldn't you want to you want to read yeah. all these anyway cuz they're all good. Yes. They're also good. So good. Also Fallen Angels. That is also one that came out this week. We had 3 this week. <sighs> oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. 
Okay. We get more of the the trio that is Psylocke, Laura Kinney, and Kid Cable. Which is a trio that I absolutely love. Yeah, like I like I love the dynamic amongst them. Not to kind of like jump to the end of the issue, but to kind of jump to right. the end of the issue, like we sort of get the arrangement for this that is Laura and Cable are both looking for controlling guidance. Yeah, guidance, controlling yes. anger, finding a way to sort of relax and accept that you don't have to be at war. Mm, that's never good when two people are looking for the same thing because they normally find each other. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know because follow this one out. It would be fun to deal with seeing Logan and Scott have to be co grandparents. <laughs> Oh, this family is so fucking weird. This family, I'm done. No. Uh, And the thing Psylocke's looking for is, like, kind of not being the weapon all the time. Like, kind of getting the optimism that the two of them have. Finding, finding like, the people side of of this being a person. Yeah. 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 I like this a lot. These are all so good. I do, too. All, all, all of them. Yeah. Good. Good, good. You know what else is good? Ghost Spider. Ghost so Spider good. number four. I just need someone to straight up murder Miles Warren and him stay dead. All of them. Across the entire <laughs> every, Spider-Verse. Every Miles Warren We need dead. Superboy Prime. Gone. Yeah, he needs to be Superboy Prime. Here's what we need. We need... We need Gold Balls... And Superboy Prime and Scarlet Witch. And we need them to make an egg that is full of no more Miles Warrens for Superboy <laughs> Prime just to punch through the entire multiverse. Yes, I I will agree with Sound, that. 100%. Sounds perfect. We don't need five for that, just three. One big multiversal Miles Warren bullet, courtesy of Gold Balls. Yes. Does anyone remember what he said his name is now? No. <laughs> Whoever told him that won't stick was absolutely I think it was Laura, Correct. in fact, who told him that won't stick was absolutely right. Uh, so but anyway, yes. <laughs> Gwen is looking for Benji this whole time. Uh, poor Benji. Yeah, poor Benji. Yeah. And, I mean, that's really all that's going on is that class and Miles Warren. Honestly. Yeah. Band, and practice. band practice. Yeah. Yeah. And some <laughs> uh not Moon Wolf. Night Wolf, Werewolf by Night. Jo- evil Evil Earth 65 John Jameson. Yes. There you go. Thugs yep. messing with the hospital when Quinn's just on her way to check on her friend, the Bodega Bandit. She didn't even go check on him after all that. I was like, he's right up there. Go see him. What are you doing? Well, I think it took up the time that she had because she was on her way to yeah. rehearsal. It did. Yeah. yeah. I, I really, really like seeing her trying to live and deal with her life. This is cool. Yeah. And I appreciate yeah. everyone being very encouraging of Mary Jane maintaining her temper. Yes. yes. If, not, is... if not her tempo. If not her tempo. <laughs> That's right. I love that it, she turn- struggles with so much anger. I don't know why I love it, but I just love that in this character. Yeah. 
maybe she's been uh, maybe she's been spending time with Psylocke trying to learn anger control <laughs> issues too. Hmm, maybe she has. Anything else on Ghost Spider? No, just um, kill Miles Warren. I, I, Put Miles Warren and yeah. Steve Trevor in the same fucking capsule and send them into the sun. Yes. No, because that's how you get like some sort of radioactive hybrid of the two of them. Steve Warren, you're oh, right. God. Oh God. Miles Trevor. The jackass. Just the, that. <laughs> the that, jackass. That. <laughs> The fucking crossover! I didn't know I needed. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh my god! Jesus! That is oh, oh, oh. so good. Oh, so wow, good. that was brilliant. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take a moment to recover. From that one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, while Brian catches his breath, uh, the fallout of Absolute Carnage, Venom number 20, and Scream Curse of Carnage number one. Uh, Venom number 20 really focuses in on the maker, and we learn what his plan has been all along. He's trying to rebuild the ultimate universe. Well, of course. And in trying to do so, manage to retrieve the ultimate symbiote. And the reason he has wanted the codices was to heal it back up to full health. Because he has found that the symbiotes can ex- can like survive in interdimensional space. Or inner, yeah, like between dimensions. Um, so they're interdimensional tardigrades. Yes. And he wants That's to like use it, he wants to heal it back up so that when he does bring back his universe, he can use it to travel back home. Because... He wants to join the Council of Reeds, who have been getting updates on his project and are in on what is going on. Oh, shit. That's right. The Council of Reeds is back, and it makes me so happy. I love the Council of Reeds. Who did it first, Rick and Morty? Um, (laughs) Yep. uh, Then Scream Curse of Carnage is following Andy after getting the Scream symbiote. Uh, She had been Mania before... And, I mean, she is just left alone in the world. She doesn't have anyone to go back to and finds herself at the Feast Center. Like, there are scenes with her and Mae Parker together. And I just want them to become best friends now because I want everyone to be best friends with Mae Parker. And also, she is having none of having a symbiote again. She wants the voice out of her head. She doesn't want anything to do with it. And these, like, evil symbiote-like fish monsters are attacking people and come after her. Uh, And that's what kind of leads into, like, you get the twin sort of horror things of she's possessed by this thing and also fighting these monsters and really doesn't want any part of either. And then her mother shows up and the symbiote tells her don't trust her. But, like, she just wants anyone at this point, so... She seems to, and that's kind of where this is. So it's, there's a lot going on here. It's setting up a lot, and there's not a ton of room for any of it to breathe. Uh, but I think it'll be interesting going forward. Cool. And the fish monsters look cool. Good, good art. All right. Is it still good? Jin. Yes. Second coming, number five. Lucifer just wants back in God's good graces. Or does he? Wants back in God's something. 
Action Comics number oh. 1017, Brian. Um, <clears throat> we get a little time jumping as we find out Mastropolis is completely destroyed. Basket full of heads, number two, Jen. The basket full begins. Batman Beyond, number 38, Bruce and Matt each interrogate the person who they thinks is Batwoman, and it's neither. <laughs> Bruce thinks it's Barbara. And Matt thinks it's Melody. I was with Matt on this one. Freedom Fighters, number 11, Brian. Um, you would think you would learn in this why you don't mess with Uncle Sam. Turns out it's, um, it's, it's probably Phantom Woman you really, really shouldn't mess with. Because <laughs> she's taken no more shit. Justice League Dark, number 17, Brian. Um... <clears throat> The rest of the team finds out who Diana really is right now. Maybe a little bit too late. The Last God, number two, Jen. We get way more history in the world of this comic. And hmm, we find out more about who Queen Xanthi is. The terrific- Everything old is new again? Yes. <laughs> yeah. The Terrifics, number 22, Brian. Kid Terrifics are just as terrific as adult Terrifics. Terrific, terrific, terrific. Kid Terrific, mother approved. Yes. Black Panther, number 18. We learn how T'Challa went from being chosen hero of legend to memory-wiped slave. Invisible Woman, number 5, Brian. Um, Sue explains to her old partner that... Not making the choice to kill is not something she's never dealt with, but something she always dealt Turns out my secret is I deal with it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Ironheart, number 12, Brian. Um, this is the final issue. We f get the resolution of Riri's story in Wakanda, and they all love her there now, as they should. And she ends this series with some friends. Star Wars, Dr. Aphra, number 39. Aphra and Torvan reunite, and Aphra screws over everybody. <laughs> Sounds so like she's Aphra. <laughs> Let's just say uh, she does a very bad thing as we approach Empire Strikes Back. Relics of Youth, number three. Uh, we learn that maybe the Fountain of Youth has seen better days. Resident number five, uh, Pax wants to get off the island and also might be one walking wave. That only makes sense if you read the book. Those words don't make sense in any other way without context. Correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, but I get it. Yes, good. Oh, cool. I didn't realize you were reading this one. Yeah. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Next week's books to read there. Next week's books to read. We forgot one. Did we? What did we forget? About Jane oh, Foster. You're right. I scrolled right past it. I lied. Oh, no. Not next no week's problem. books two weeks. Last week's book's still good. Last week's book's still good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 I specifically just want to mention this because it is the end of this first arc. Yes. And the, my one line is, it turns out the new Valkyrie does know what to do with somebody who sees himself as a dead hero. Yeah. That's some real lateral thinking problem solving. <laughs> yep. 
Alright. Now for real. Next week's books to read there. Next week's books to read. Brian. Yes, sir. Infected Deathbringer, number one. Oh, my God. I, I don't have to say anything more to people that listen to me on this podcast other than it's Donna Troy as one of the infected. Come on. Yeah. I'm all about that. James Bond, number one. Co-written by Vita Ayala and Danny Lore. Fuck. Yep. <laughs> I'm not getting this book. No, I'll just wait. Why you guys say Vita Ayala? Huh? Huh? Uh, and I don't know if you got to read Queen of Bad Dreams, but it was very good. So also Danny Lore, very exciting. Fuck. Okay. Also, just like, <laughs> I am very down for them giving the reins to James Bond to two queer folks of color. Yes. Yes. Uh, Jin. Yes. A book that when I first saw on the list, I really thought was a Mega Man book and is not. <laughs> Oh, how disappointing. 20XX number one. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is uh, Jonathan Luna who did Alex and Ada and Girls and The Sword. Um, and Lauren Keeley, who is brand new, I guess. And it's about uh, a, a future where people are either normal, as in they haven't had any work done to themselves, or sims, meaning that they have, you know, moving parts now. As in, not, not you know, biological moving parts. They got robot bits. They get robot bits, yeah, exactly. <laughs> robot uh, yeah, and, cyborgs. And of course, if you make yourself any different... Uh, oh, no, wait, this is a different book. Oh, shit, I'm looking at a different thing. No, this is the 20XX. Sims, no, yeah, but the Sims have telekinetic abilities. That's what Oh, okay. Gotcha. But anyway, just like, you know, in normal life, if there's anything different about you, people will um, shun you. And you band together with other people who are different. Bad things happen. Blah, 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 blah. The world is awful. Basically, that's this book. Cool. Hopefully, it's a better world than we live in. If not, I hope it's fun still. <laughs> well, It'd my... be nice to wish that, wouldn't it? <laughs> my last one is definitely fun. Uh, and certainly, in fact, represents the world that child Alex wished existed. Uh, this is, in fact, Power Rangers Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number one. Nice. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think I need to explain. Either this makes sense to you as a thing that is good, or you are not born between 1985 and 1992. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> No, this is this is one of those that that like I I've got I I totally totally understand why you would be into this. I'm just not, but yeah. I'm like I'm 100% behind it. Yeah, well, it just kind of completes the yeah. cycle. We've had Batman Ninja Turtles and we've had Justice League Power Rangers. It stands that we're due since all of these are apparently interconnected to have Power Rangers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Sounds right. I just look forward to someday getting all three in one book together. Yes. <laughs> Need it. Yes. And... Oh, Brian, you have one more. Venom and Ghost Rider 2099. Yeah, I'm just uh, looking forward to more uh, of these one-shot trips into uh, what they want to kind of rebuild this 2099 as. It's been fun. Cool. All right. 
Does anyone have anything to plug? What if Jen? I said no right now? <laughs> I so would I know even, you were lying. I wasn't even going to do this, uh, but on the car ride home from Thanksgiving, a uh, friend of ours, Christina, who is doing my my art for my new podcast was doing a live stream. So I decided to tweet it out and be like, Hey, look at this beautiful, awesome thing. Um, so I guess I'm announcing my new show. <laughs> You've already which... done it on Twitter. So you might as yeah. well hear <laughs> my new show called craft booze is going to be here early 2020. So awesome. get ready. If you want to know more about it, send me messages. I'll, I'll talk about it until the, I'm blue in the face. Hey, real quick. How is, so th- these are these here. are ghosts who do crafts, right? <laughs> you would think that. Um, no, this is going to be. I'm going to be visiting different craft breweries and distilleries, some like coffee roasters and stuff, and also probably doing various arts and crafts while talking about local ghost stories and legends. So yeah, get ready. It's going to be fun. Awesome, cool. Uh... The usual stuff for me. Mine's at York. Rob Thomas. No, not that one. Rob Cast. And I just did an episode of Meg's podcast, Judging Book Covers. Talked about plays. A play. Uh, That is already out. And I've got a Disney podcast that I guested on. An episode of that coming out soon. I do not know the exact date for that. I should find out. Yes. But I will be talking about Ratatouille. The best Pixar movie. Very, very good movie. Ah. By the way, when and Rob Thomas... Hear... Sorry. When Rob Thomas liked my tweet, I was like, what? Oh, this, right. <laughs> Not this <that> happens <laughs> to me literally every time MJ, who is my co-host and who runs our social media, tweets at me from that account. Like, oh shit, he don't... Oh no, it's just us. It's us, it's us, okay. <laughs> Someday, right. And you can hear me right here next week. <laughs> Yay, Brian! Yes. Brian, fully dedicated to panelology. You will most probably exactly. hear Brian and Alex on Craft Booze later. Yes. I can't imagine why that would happen, but. Sure. <laughs> Just know now that any ghost stories I tell, I will be making up completely because I know none. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. Oh, wait. We need to thank Chase Parker for our intro. (laughs) Right. Show notes. Show notes. They're right here in front of me. I'm just ignoring them. Uh, We'd like to thank Chase Parker, whom I had lunch with this week, for our intro voiceover. Uh, Panelologypodcast.com to send us questions. Patreon.com slash panelology to support us. Bit.ly slash panelology merch to buy merch with our logo on it. We really need to work on that porn bub thing. <laughs> now, I am Alex. Now I'm Jenna. And now I am Brian. You know what? You should all go read comics. <laughs>